Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition or another episode. Is it edition episode? What do we actually call? I don't. I still don't know the podcast vernacular. Nah, you're asking the wrong person. I know. Well, that, I don't know why you're asking me. I know we got a catchy title. Too good for radio. Yes, Mike and Molson. Too good for radio podcast. I'm Mike Winmacher, Johnny Molson, and this week, fun show. Uh, last week was the old school. I, I like that. We went old school with like kind of a best of. We went six episodes, then went best of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, but we begin, we enjoy a good Dear Prudy. Mm-hmm. We've shared some of them throughout the, the run of this podcast. And this one, this one's going to take a while because the letter in and of itself, when I printed it out, is a page and a half long. Okay. So there is, in, this, is this is like a telenovela right. in, this, in, this, <laughs> in this particular Dear Prudy. So we stop me whenever you'd like okay. on the twists and turns in I'm this sure particular I'll have one. questions. Yes, we all will. So here we go. <clears throat> That's basically what this podcast is. You read me things, and I, <laughs> you react. I, I ask questions. It, we could call it the Johnny React, yeah. quest, uh, the Johnny React podcast. But here we go, dear Prudy. I had a really, really dumb fling with my with my wife's sister before we were married. I was seventeen at the time. My girlfriend Anna was eighteen. Her sister Beck was sixteen. Beck and I hooked up when we were both high and drunk. It was nothing. A one-off mistake. Beck is not even into men, and she has never been my type. That's how high and drunk she was. Yeah, exactly. She's never been my type. So she's not even a man. (laughs) She's not my type, but we're high and drunk, and so might as well do some boning. Uh, So Anna and I had a fight and weren't speaking at the time. I bumped into Beck, mm, more ways than one, whose first girl crush had just rejected her. And so at a party, one thing led to another. So he had had a fight with a girlfriend. Right. She got rejected by her first girl. She's like, well, fine. Maybe I just have to be stuck with dudes. So they do it. Uh, we regretted it when sober and vowed to never mention it. Okay. Put that in the box of silence. Five months later, we found out Beck was pregnant. Okay. She had no idea until she started getting pains in her side and went to the doctor. And she hadn't gotten a period yet. Her family are late bloomers. Her sister didn't start getting periods until she was 17. Same with the mom, apparently. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Beck said she did not want kids, especially at 16, but it was too late for an abortion. She pretended it was a random guy, and her family supported her through a closed adoption in another state. All right. So Beck doesn't rat out the current boyfriend of her older sister. Right. And says it was some random dude. Let's have we're we're going to put it up for this adoption. This guy's now got a kid that's going up for adoption. Yeah, Ann and I went on to get married four years later and had three kids of our own. Beck married a lovely woman, Sarah. Uh, they also had two kids, carried one each. The four of us and our four kids were close, and still are. The only reason I use, I use were is that Beck passed away a year ago. Oh, her kids are teens, and she died in her forties from COVID. All right, so the sister. Dead from COVID. She has her own kid. They all they all got along fine, even that one indiscretion. Yeah. But they, remember, there's adopted kid sitting out, out there. there in the universe. Yeah. Dun, okay. dun, Three weeks ago, a young man came looking for his mom. Yeah, I want my insurance money. <laughs> Beck never told her wife and kids about the son she put up for adoption. So Beck never told right. her current wife that she has two kids with. About the adoption kid. She's nowhere around to be. And she's dead now. Anna and I didn't tell them either. Not our story to tell. So Anna knows that Beck had a kid that was adopted, but 
but Anna, the sister, and the husband who knocked up Beck didn't tell the wife and the current kids about adopting kid either. Does this guy's say, wife know? This guy's wife knows oh, okay. that there's an adopted, but does not does know, know it was his okay. adopted kid. <laughs> okay. See what I'm saying? It's like a telenovela. I got you. We got the string theory going on. All right. All right. So now this kid shows up that the wife doesn't know was Beck's kid from a random guy. So that's where we're at right now. The kid, Henry has apparently had a good life and loves his adoptive family, but is looking for his roots. He was able to access his birth records when he was 18, but it took him a while to track her down. Beck, the one that's passed away. No father was listed because they said just a rando dude. He's been staying with the bereaved bereaved wife of Beck and their kids. They were in shock, but they are a lovely family and have really taken to him. Sarah is treating him like her stepson, which is lovely. But he's been asking about his dad. Anna knows nothing. That's that's his current wife. As Beck refused to talk. She firmly told her sister she was a lesbian and her one mistake with a man wasn't going to define her. Sarah knows nothing. The wife of Beck. So the only one in this party that knows anything is the guy. Exactly. She didn't even know about Harry. She was hurt over that, but her love for Beck is stronger than that. My kids actually suggested that Henry, the adopted kid... Do a DNA test. I think, that, I think that's appropriate. My kids my kids, and Sarah's kids have both jumped on board and reckon they're all going to order the test kits together with Henry for quote-unquote fun. Don't you love modern technology? I am in a f***ing panic, yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. says. I love my wife and family. I have it so good. Can I really be ruined for a mistake I made 30 years ago as a stupid drunk kid? We have three young teen kids. They deserve to have a happy, non-broken family. What can I do to stop this DNA test? I'm thinking of inventing a fake father, saying Beck told me about him, but didn't want anyone to know he was a bad guy. Right. That's, Maybe that, there's, there's no way this is going to unravel. Maybe if Henry thinks his dad is a seedy asshole, he won't bother looking. <laughs> Or will that blow up in my face? Yes, yes, he yes seems, of course it will. He seems like a nice kid. I know he wants to stick around to get to know his mom's two kids, his stepmom and his cousins, but I just need him out of here. So, How can I make him go away without revealing the truth? <laughs> I've been nice and a bit distant to him. I reckon he looks like me. No one's else noted. Thank you. Thank Christ. What do I do? All right. I had a question, but I forgot what it was now because this whole damn thing is so confusing. So, uh, well, it was it was right. when I was talking about uh, if he should have a seedy, fake asshole oh, dad. Is okay. Is he going to take a DNA test? No. Right. So Henry. So they want Henry to take a DNA test. So so this guy's kids who mm-hmm. knocked up Beck the lesbian, mm-hmm. who <laughs> Beck the lesbian's older sister Anna is this guy's wife. Yeah, they all known each other. Beck never told Anna that the dad was this guy. She said that her one man mistake isn't going to define her, right? Right. So now his kids, this guy's kids and Anna's kids, tell Henry, the the Beck, the lesbian and his kids, that he should take a DNA test to find his dad, and everyone's going to take a DNA test. The kids, they're right. all going to take a DNA test. So this guy's like... Well, the DNA test is eventually going to lead back to me. So how do I not get this DNA test to be taken? Do I invent CD asshole dad yeah. to throw him off the scent? Um, how do I make this go away without revealing the truth? There's no way without revealing the truth, I don't right? Know. I mean, I don't know if one of these over-the-counter things is necessarily going to out him. 
23 and Me or whatever the right. hell it is, or I mean, Ancestry Tree. You know, it's it's going to obviously show a close relation between uh, his kids, ra- his kids, and Rando's stepson. Right. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's going to go any any deeper than that. Does, but doesn't that then set off alarms for people if they're that closely between stepkid, stepkid, Rando, stepkid, and their kids? I don't kids, know if it's that specific. I don't know if it's that. I specific. don't. I don't know either. I, I don't. I don't know the ins and outs. I've not taken one of these things. But we've heard the story of like oh, the sure. DNA test has led people and to know who yeah, their parent, who yeah. their parents are. That's true. That's true. I mean, no dad is listed on whatever for the adoption certificate. Does, um, does the French Foreign Legion still exist? You know, when people used to just run away <laughs> right. and disappear. And join that's the this guy's, Legion. That's this guy's best bet. Right. If it, there's no it's way. really all he can do at this point. The, the, he has to disappear. He either has to disappear or he has to come clean. He there's, can't come clean. There, he, he can't? No. You don't, you don't think he can come oh, clean at this point? Oh, that's a disaster. You think, that's no, a, you think the truth is a disaster? The truth is a disaster. Yeah, him disappearing is, is, is the less best. of an issue than him coming Faking clean. Faking his own death is better than him uh, coming clean. He just clean. has to disappear. He just goes away. Just ghosts yeah. everyone. Go to one of those cleaners when they they, <laughs> they, they give you new names. and um, It's like on the episode of Russian Doll or something or whatever. Right, right. You just got to go away. You get whatever you need and be like, sorry, need a new life. Yeah. I've watched enough episodes of Better Call Saul. I know how this works. <laughs> you know how to scrub uh, yourself from society. Yeah, and that's all. That's, I don't that, that's think really he needs all to, he can do. I think he could. Yeah, I don't know. 30 years. He has years. to start all over again. 30 years is a long time. You're right. I don't there, know if he can yeah, come. I, I don't know if he can come clean. He he has that's the only way he gets around this. That's the best it's the best worst outcome. Does that make sense to you? It, well yeah, because because no matter what, um the longer the longer this has gone on, the worse it gets. Yes. And I don't know when would have been an appropriate time for him to come clean and and dead lesbian to come clean. <laughs> right, right. That I mean, you would have to agree to forgive about, me for not remembering her name. Uh, that would be Beck. Beck. Beck the Beck dead Beck. lesbian. Uh. <laughs> Um, I, I, probably before they decided to get married. If it was four years later, they got married. I think before Anna and this guy. When, whenever the when, right time was, they passed it. A, a long, long yeah, time Yeah, ago. the shelf date on that is long since yeah. passed. I think you're right. You know what? You've convinced me. You gotta go. It's the only way is, the only way is just to disappear. Yeah. But here's what Prudy has to say. Okay. Prudy says. If it's not disappear, I'm not interested. I don't <laughs> Prudy says, often we ask the wrong questions in response to the problems in our lives. Perhaps hoping to receive answers that will fit what we want. But what we want and what can happen are two different things. The question of how you can stop the DNA test is, I'm sorry to say, not the right one. Some sort of kind of caper you can't. <laughs> it feels like this situation has already escalated. Henry is living with Sarah and her kids. This feels like an unusual step by him, to be honest, but it's already occurred. He is part of your family. And he rightfully has more questions about his origins, and inventing a fake father isn't going to satisfy, satisfy those questions, only produce more. Also, not for nothing, but he is your son. Right. I know you didn't intend to have a child, but a person exists and his mother is deceased and you're plotting ways of getting rid of him. You're asking the wrong questions at every step. So what are the right questions? How can you prepare yourself and your family for the news when you deliver it? You will need to be honest with your loved ones. I suggest telling the adults first, then the kids, and then tell Henry one-on-one. Each party will have a different reaction, I imagine, but being proactive and owning your part in this, you'll save everyone involved a lot of hurt. Another question, this one you ask, albeit rhetorically, can you really be ruined by a mistake you made 30 years ago? No. In this case, the mistake is information, neither malevolent or benevolent. You can either be ruined by the actions you take in the present if those actions aren't setting right things right. But hiding it is going to be an issue. Yeah, the fact that he, that he hit it for so long is going to be a big issue. Yeah. And it, but he's got a, I hate to say this, does he have a scapegoat and dead lesbian Beck? 
no. to be like, I wanted to say something, <laughs> but but I've wanted to say something my whole life, right. but dead lesbian Beck didn't want me to say it. She didn't yeah. want me to ruin it. So now, with her gone... And now, Henry, I feel like yeah. I can unburden myself to you. She had an explosive device hidden in her house. She and said, if I ever I say said anything, anything, she's going to push the she button. She bugged the house <laughs> and said, if I ever say. But now with her passing. Now she's gone, I, I can find so he has. Whew. So he has an out, okay. right? I'll, I'll, I, would, I would play that so game. So either scrub himself from yeah. society or blame it on dead lesbian Beck. Yeah. Is yeah, the only you, way he can win this out, win the thing. You you join the foreign legion. You move to Casablanca. Whatever you have to do, uh, and and just start over again because you can't you can't undo this. I don't no. think. I mean that's 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 nice on paper. What Prudy said is nice and it might work, uh, but th- this is a disaster. Yeah. This is a disaster of his own making. And so here's something that he may want to consider. This is from Ask Reddit. Okay, you're given a choice: meet yourself ten years ago or meet yourself ten years from now. Which one are you choosing and why? For this guy, it'd be probably 10 years ago, it'd be like, we need to come clean now. But for you, Johnny, what well, would it me? be? Yeah, what would, you, what would it be? The question to everyone listening as well. What would you choose? You get a chance to go and meet yourself from 10 years ago or 10 years from now you get to, to meet yourself? Who are you do, choosing do, do why? Do you just meet or can you actually you change to, the course of time? You can have an interaction. Okay. That may or may not change the course of time. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're saying you can have a conversation. Because I've been thinking about this foreign legion thing for a long time. And <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you have a lot of stock in it. <laughs> I've, I've looked that up, and I think I, I would go back 10 years ago and say, look at it the foreign legion. Listen. Um I, I mean, I do kind of wonder. I, 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 my my initial reaction is ten years ago, I think, would probably be useful, more useful. Yes, I'm with you. I feel like... I would rather... Ten look, years from now would merely be interesting. Right. I would rather look back because at, at that point something can be done or I could say something that may change the course, but you run the risk of changing the course. Can I, can I take a peek at ten years from now, not do anything, and then decide to go back ten years ago? No, you only can because, I might, the- because I because <laughs> I might be on the right path it, it, right now. You, it's not like they're giving you an hour of total, and you go, <laughs> "Can I take five minutes with future me, and then to fifty-five minutes with past me?" I don't even want to meet or have a conversation. I just want to look. I just want to look in the window. You just want to look in the window of so ten years from now, right? Oh, everything's all right. Oh, here's okay, the fine. thing. But the thing about it with ten years of future you, <laughs> even the peak, I feel like here's the thing. This is going to sound terrible, but I feel like ten years future you, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? There's nothing that you could you're going to be more more likely be disappointed if you look at 10 years future you and you're sitting in a living room just kind of looking on your phone. Yeah. Right? Well, then I have the opportunity to go back 20 years and <laughs> and, and change and, and be change. like get in a better home. Yeah, exactly. Future you? That's exactly right. No. I I I still well, then go. I don't, then, I, then I reject this whole thing. <laughs> the whole pro- I reject I'm the, whole the foreign thing. legion and I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm joining the Foreign Legion right now. I don't want to be part of this dumb question. I yeah. am out. <laughs> if I don't have options, then... Uh... I'm with you, though. I, I, I'm A peak of future me, of 10 years future me, is something I'd be interested in. But going back and, and meeting and talking 10 years ago, you, that's mm-hmm. more substantial. There's, there's more opportunity. But like I said... You run the risk then of also changing the course, and you don't know. You may think the information you're sharing with 10, ba- ten years back you is pertinent, useful information that could change the course. Be like, oh, man, if I can give this stock tip to 10 years ago me, they can invest and we can have a bigger home. Sure. But, but all the problems that come along with that. Then I, don't, maybe- I, don't think I, would, I don't think I would do anything that drastic. I think I would just say, hey, take a multivitamin. 
hey, you, you know that shake weight thing? It's not filled with as much dynamic inertia as you may think it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have some more, have a salad once in a while. I think I would say that. And then that, yeah. that would be about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would go into the ins and outs of like, do you need to bet on this horse or this no. or whatever? It would be more just like, hey, you know, maybe maybe make a better decision about your, your future and your employment. Yeah. You look, so you look not, ridiculous in that shirt. That, that, yeah, I, I, might, yeah. I, might make, I might fix things like that. There's going to be a there's going to right. There's going to be a point. You're going to think there's an outfit that involves a pink shirt that's going to look fantastic. Yeah. Just say no to it. And you know we've all seen those pictures from ten years ago. We go, oh yeah, I probably should have yeah. done that. And yeah. that. That would be the thing I'd fix. I take a multivitamin and change that shirt and wear and, and eat a salad. Right. So there we go. I, I like it. I, I definitely think overwhelming majority. Would say ten years past instead of ten years future. Unless what I find out ten years in the future is horrific, and then I've got to really, you know, go back. And, your, and if your sneak peek again. is like you, like uh, in a median of a street asking right. for change, you go, okay, well, I got to talk to this guy. How yeah. did the, how do we go from here to there to make sure I don't do that exactly. going forward? Exactly. I like that. Uh, up next uh, with uh, Ask Reddit here, we go to the past okay. again. This one is, what was your first kiss like? Very TMI here. Yeah. There's varying degrees, right, of of first kiss them. There's there's the first kiss, which is for some people, not me because I was a very, very late bloomer, of like on the playground, you know, whatever, like – there's that little peck. Right. The, do, you, do you count no, the fourth grade no. or or do you consider the first kiss like the first kiss? No, you got to be making out for it to count. Okay. So it's got to be an actual. It's not like a little. That's not a first no, kiss. No, no. Like an that's actual. Not a, that's, that's not even a kiss. That's a peck? Yeah. Okay. So what? So first that's kiss. Europeans do that every day. That's not, that's not anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it throws me off when, yeah. when, when, they, when you run into someone. I think the first kiss has got to be. Over fifteen seconds. That's a pretty lengthy kiss. Yeah. Does tongue have to be involved in your first kiss? <laughs> it usually is, anyway, right? I think so, probably. But what was what was because your... in our minds that's what we're supposed to do? And, and, and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Look, the, 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 look, it's it's like the first anything. It's always a mess and sloppy. Do you remember the name of the fine young lady and, and in what context? Yeah, Missy Bacon. There's no way her name was Missy Bacon. Missy Bacon. <laughs> What's her name? That sounds like something that a old man would call someone. No. Like be like, "Hey, Missy Bacon, can you bring come no. over here?" No, her name was Melissa Bacon, uh, but she went, <laughs> but she went by Missy Bacon. Missy Bacon, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Missy instead of Mel with uh, Melissa. Okay. Exactly. I don't know if you'd make out with yeah. Mel Bacon. Mel would you Bacon. make out <laughs> Missy Bacon? Someone you make out with Mel Bacon, Mel Bacon is, is not someone you make out. That sounds like someone who's at a farmer's market. Come on down to Mel's Bacon. Yeah. All right, so Missy Bacon, was it at a party? Was it on a date? Uh, in what context? It was. I think it was. It was at that age where um, you had you had a friend who had a driver's license, and so you would just drive around. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and I think somehow we ended up in the in the back seat. Right. Okay. Uh, which, just you two. Which, which just you and Missy Bacon. I think there was just room for the two of us. Okay. Uh, which sounds a lot more salacious than than. It, it does. Yeah. So you went cruising with yeah. Missy Bacon. Um, was, it, was it okay? Let me ask you this: Was it the express purpose of the car ride? You wanted to make moves on Missy Bacon. Was Missy Bacon someone you were sweet on, or is just <laughs> no, Missy Bacon there as a I, I crime wasn't. of opportunity? Just, yeah, she was in the way. She was in the way of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I need to kiss something, and you're the only thing here. You and Mi- did you? <laughs> I went to make out with my reflection in the glass, and 
Missy Bacon just happened to be there. And the next thing you know, I had my first kiss. Yeah. Did, was any other anything else with the second date with Missy Bacon? No, it was just really. It just wasn't. Was it gross? Anything. Was there slobber and like saliva well, I think involved? Just, I mean, yeah. The first time of anything is just is just a mess. It's just yeah. It's it's never as romantic as Hollywood makes it. Wheat lobster. It's just it's, just <laughs> cracking everything. It's, it's, it's very similar. Yeah, I it's, guess it's, so. It's, it's wet and messy. <laughs> Uh, and you don't know what to do with your hands. And I don't know what that knuckle cracker <laughs> thing is. I'm not quite sure how that gets involved. Butter is involved yeah, exactly. Why, why am I doing that? Um, yeah, I mean, so it's just, I, I don't think, I, that, that, that's what I'd be interested to hear in the comments of, was yes. anybody's first kiss that magical thing that they make it out to be on the Wonder Years? Right, or even, yeah, or uh, Adventures in Babysitting, and then he kissed me like everything mm-hmm. else. Um, mine was, and I, and I shared this before, uh, uh, Sonia Green mm-hmm. uh, was her name. Sonia, Sonia, however you want to say it. And Jeez, at least I knew my girl's name. Well, I, she was Sonia, okay. but some people call him Sonia. But I, I, Sonia is what I called her. <laughs> what was her name? Sonia Green. Okay. But some people call her Sonia Green. And she never correct. Did she no. correct you or the other people? She she preferred Sonia. Okay, all right. That's all. It's, it's, yeah, but, I just make sure but, you but she knew her name. But she wouldn't get upset if people called. It. She would, she wasn't. Right. It wasn't worth her time. But now you're here nor there. Okay. All right. Finish your so, story, Maurice. Yeah. More. more. Um, so we she invited me over to watch a movie. This was my junior in college. Never kissed anyone before that. So I was an extremely late bloomer. And so she invites me over to watch, I think it was The Crow. I had talked about how, how, much, I love, movie. how much I love that movie. Great movie. And we're sitting there and we're watching the movie. Um, and I don't know if you've been in this situation before of where you're, where the person is watching you more than a movie, mm-hmm. just kind of like staring you down. And, and, and I, was, I was not realizing that the, the whole come over watch a movie was a ruse to get closer to me. I thought she... Wanted to watch movie. Generally wanted to watch the movie. Yeah. But I, I catch her out of the corner of my eye just staring at me from time to time, like getting closer mm-hmm. and staring at me. And I'm just like, this just is this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Why right? is your shirt off? I <laughs> uh, didn't get that far. <laughs> so she she's, uh, you know, staring, getting closer, trying to make small. T- I'm trying to watch the movie. She's like, oh, I'm glad we finally get to watch this movie. I asked you a couple of times. I'm like, oh, you know, I was watching... Uh, the the Blackhawks game, whatever. I had, I had non-kissing things to do. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, "Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm busy not doing she's like, things with my and lips." Then she, then she goes, "Well, I'm glad you're into sports." I was like, "Okay," because she goes, "Because you know, I thought maybe you were gay." <laughs> and no gay guys like sports. And I was, yeah, right. Which I was like, offensive. <laughs> what? I have friends that know. I'll I, have you know that I can both like sports and, and be gay. Yes, thank you very if much. If I wanted to be gay, but yeah, not. exactly, exactly. I'll have you know, some of my friends I talk basketball, <laughs> they talk basketball with are gay men. They can like sports. So um, I was like, because that's an interesting. I'm comment. leaving right now, Sonia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you prefer Sonia, but I'm going to call you Sonia. And I snapped my finger three times, and I walked out the door. Uh, but no, so I was like, that's kind of an interesting thing to say. Like, uh, okay. Um, and so I just go back to the movie. And she questions the she questions my heterosexuality again. Yeah, I would too. At that point. And I was like, at that point, I, I go, well, I, she's she's right there in my face. And at this point, I go, I'm assuming I'm going to have to kiss her to to make sure that this 
you know, that she knows that I am, in so fact, So you can finish same. watching the movie. Yeah, so I can finish a, watching I the movie. I have to prove that I'm heterosexual. Yeah, B, B, I, I want to watch the movie. B, that's getting to a good part that I'm going <laughs> to quote the line of, and I have to get this kiss thing out of the way. So that was the first kiss. So I move in, and let me just say, it must not have been her first kiss. Because there was a lot of tongue. Oh yeah, in that in that kiss, like well, off she went. Yeah. yeah, it was just like whoa, that's that's doing things in in places where I don't right, th- right. I don't think things are. So then I try to respond in kind, and I don't know what I'm doing. No, of course not. So I'm I'm just like I don't I, what, what what is going on here? I'm like, am I supposed to do the snake technique? Like, what exactly is going on here from there? You know, I don't so, think I, I think you can be in a relationship for for twenty years and still get the tongue thing wrong. Yeah, there's, I don't, no, there's it, no real agreement there. As no, to what, where things are supposed to go at what time? Yeah, yeah. And so she ended up being my first girlfriend ever. So oh, like nice. the kiss went. It wasn't like Missy Bacon. Like I still, <laughs> I still, I still was was kind enough and a gentleman enough right. to actually go on dates with her and was with her for <laughs> you know a, a year, um, about fifteen months or whatever. But yeah, so that was that was the setup of my first kiss. Well, worked out for both of you. Then. Yeah, it did. It did. How was the movie? The I love the movie. Okay. The movie is great. And did you I, have to go back and watch it again, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I had seen it many times before, but the thing about it was like, <laughs> the thing about it was like, once the kissing started, I thought that would stop things, but she wanted full on makeout. So yeah. like, I jumped into not only first kiss, but then the first makeout session mm-hmm. as well. So that was kind of weird. Were you were you doing? Were you kind of like reaching with your right hand trying to get to the remote and say, "I just gotta pause it. I just want to pause for just I, a second. At one point, I did. Yeah. Do you mind if I stop this for just? And a second? and the this look. This is awesome, but I just want to. Yeah, exactly. The look on her face <laughs> and the fact that I had never been in that position before. Yeah. I was just like, well, just to go with it. Like it was my copy of the crow. So I'm like, I can always watch it later. Oh, okay. After this makeout's done, I can go back and rewatch oh, from you, the part you that I was that. Movie. That's yeah, smart. yeah, yeah. I was smart. I was smart. Can I bring anything? Yeah. Movie, <laughs> movie, drinks? anything for this next thing. Uh, uh, and finally, we end uh, this particular episode of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, this past weekend, uh, as of the recording of this podcast, I officiated my fourth wedding. Mm-hmm. So, fun time. Congratulations to the bride and groom. Thank you so much for letting me be part of it. Mazel tov. But we got to the reception, uh, and this was, it was an interesting sociological experiment. Now, the question is, what is the one thing you hate most when attending a wedding? We can answer that if you want. But the, the discussion I got into was... The dance floor, right? Mm-hmm. The delicate balance of getting people to come to the dance floor. So early on, you have like the first dance and everything else with the daddy-daughter and the mom and son and everything else. And, and so that kind of sets a tone. Well, then yeah, this, this particular venue, the reception is kind of in a tent and then you have a nice outdoor area as well. Well, right when the, when the open dancing should start, People started to migrate outside because the sun was setting and the temperature had cooled off. And so the DJ was playing for like four people inside the tent at that yeah. point. Well, I felt bad for him. So people start to migrate back in, but there's no one really getting out of the dance floor. So I started having a conversation with the people at my table, including a couple of college-age kids. And we started debating what song do we need to request to get the dance floor jumping. One kid said, Drake's Hotline Bling. Fine song, but I don't really it, – it, it doesn't have the beat that could get people going, okay? okay. I, I suggest and throw out there Kesha and Pitbull's Timber, mm-hmm. okay? So people start to migrate a little bit onto the dance floor. They start playing some dancier numbers. Then Hotline Bling hits, and it doesn't bring as many folks to the dance floor. Two songs later, Pitbull and Kesha Timber hits – 
and the dance floor explodes to the point where there's the dance circle. Yeah. Remember though, like there's always a dance right. where people come in and do like the dance battle stuff. And so I felt kind of vindicated as as someone of my age that I had the choice more than the kids who were more in the age group of those who got married. I did a better job of, of picking a, a, a tune that everyone would dance to than the young kids did. Why are we dance shaming? What do you mean dance Why shaming? Why do we need to get people on the, on the dance floor? I mean, aren't there just dancers and then there are not dancers? You're right. There are some people who get drug onto the dance floor. Right. And so that's what you're saying? Like, I think wh- that's what wh- I'm saying. It's like, why, why, do, why do we feel why the do we need, feel need to bring everybody to out there? the dance floor? Because if, if you want to dance, you want to dance. I think part of it is because it's Who a, goes out when they don't – I mean, if you don't want to dance, you're not going to go out and dance. Well, it's a different situation. Yeah, if you're at a club, it's entirely different than a wedding reception. I understand what you're putting, but at a wedding reception, you want to get everyone involved in the fun, and you've, paid, and you've paid for the service. You want everyone to get involved in the fun. Why? Why? Why, why does your fun have to be my fun? Well, you can dance differently, but you at least make an what appearance. What if I don't want to? No. You at least make appearance on the dance why? floor. Because it's a, it's a shared. That's a stupid answer. It's a shared. No, no. It's a shared, joyful experience. No one's dance shaming you. No one points and laughs at the person dancing because you're amongst friends. If you're at the wedding, you're amongst friends and family. Are you saying they're pointing and laughing because I'm not on the dance floor? Yes, there's more chance at a That's wedding reception. Okay. Why are we dance shaming? You, because you're not on the dance floor. <laughs> They're not shaming your dance. You're non-dance shaming in that particular That's instance. What no, that's what I'm getting at. Is like we, we're, come out, we're forcing come out people dance. to dance who don't come, want to dance. Just come out and dance. You don't have to dance all night. Just dance for one song. You don't have to dance at all. Why? <sighs> don't be a fuddy-duddy. No, I'm not being a fuddy-duddy. I'm just saying there are people at weddings. Some like to dance. Some do not like to dance. I understand that, but at least show up on the dance floor once. You know what uh, I hate? You know what I hate? is you're, I. You're, you're dance shaming. I'm not dance shaming at all. I'm non-dance shaming. Well, it's not the same thing. I'm saying you, you're, you're if you come out and, decided. If you that, come out and you dance like Elaine from Seinfeld, yeah. I'm not going to point at you. You at least have fun. Get out there but and just shaming people for not dancing. Yeah, you're right. I am. Well, I so I'm not dance shaming. I think that's inappropriate. I... <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. I do not approve of any of this. I can't stand the dances that tell you how to dance. Right. Those make me so peeved. Yeah. Like they started playing cha-cha slide and I got angry and had to leave. And they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, because don't tell me how to dance. If I'm going to dance, I want to dance my way. Don't tell me what to do. Cha-cha real smooth. Tell me exactly what the difference is between a song like that versus doing the hokey pokey in preschool. There is no difference. There is no difference. No. None at all. None at all. You're right. You're doing, you're doing preschool stuff. You Right, exactly. But you're making it think that you're cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're not. And that's where you get dance shamed. Because yeah. if you get out there and don't know what they're doing, and then the people <laughs> the people that are cha-cha sliding and you're sliding into their cha-cha slide, yeah. they give you the dirtiest of looks. Those people can go to hell. Yeah. Everybody who makes those dumb songs can go to hell. Yeah. And any 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 anything that um, so you, anything that spurs a line dance. Yeah, I don't have any. That's hillbilly stuff. Yeah, it is. Right. I don't want any hillbilly stuff <laughs> involved in my. Yeah, no one wants to slap my You're, knee. Quickly before we wrap up, your thoughts on the dance circle though? At that when you when you have at wedding I have receptions. No issue with dancing. I'm just saying we don't force people. The dance circle's fine. But what about people who try to get coax people into the dance circle? Wrong. Wrong. Because I went into the, shocking to no one, I went into the dance circle <laughs> with all the youngsters when Timber was playing. I'm like, that's my jam. I, I requested it. So I got to get out there. And so I do I do my old school. I don't know if you go old school. It's, it's like I learned it from Vanilla Ice, you know, kind of the shuffle thing or whatever with your feet and everything. Okay. And do the jump, jump, spin. And like people are going crazy. So I go back in for like, you know, the, I don't know why I do it. It's like, it's the bend down 
touch the floor and kind of move your way up. Women should be doing it, not me. Um, it's the bend and snap. Yeah, bend and snap, exactly. So I do all that, and like at one point, one of the groomsmen is pretending to throw money out onto the dance floor because of my moves. So I'm like, all right, maybe the old man still, still, still got it. So I go up to the bar, and uh, a couple of groomsmen and some of the younger gentlemen are there. And uh, one guy turns to me and goes, man, those are some moves. And I was like, what? He goes, he goes, it looked like you were gliding on air. Like just, and I was like, yeah, it's, I'm like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. It's like, I'm running in, in place. They're like, no, but it's not a running man. Like it's, it's like a hybrid, but it's not the running man. It, 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 it's something. And it is, it was awesome. He's like, you know how to party, my man. I'm like, thank you. That's all I needed. So I, I felt so. I felt so much better for myself. Bust something out from thirty years ago, and uh, it looks fresh again. Apparently so. What, yeah. what What is old is new again. All right. Well, it's so, good, good yeah. for you for bragging. Yes, exactly. Look at me with my Sonias and <laughs> my Sonias and my dancing and my officiating. So and my dance shaming. No, it was it was fun. Thank you for everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back at it again. Uh, make sure you hit the like button or subscribe or yeah. wherever you're listening or rate share us it. and share it and, and review and, and whatever about it yeah so mock it i don't know i don't care what you yeah do. whatever you do just uh, you just don't don't dance shame johnny and uh, missy bacon if you're listening i'm sorry johnny never called i'm sorry too